You're listening to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast for women who are ready to discover just how easy it can be to regain control of their health and wellness. Here's your host, Christina Ettore. Hello and welcome to the Holistic Weight Loss Podcast. Today we are going to talk about whether or not carbs do actually cause weight gain and what to do about it if they do. A lot of the women I work with in clinic express to me that they feel like carbs and sugar make them bloated and gain weight. And some even feel that the only way they can actually lose weight is by cutting the carbs out completely. Now in the past when working with clients who were experiencing weight gain due to carb intake, my belief was that the only way we could get the weight down was by reducing carb intake. There are a couple of reasons why I had this belief. Firstly, because there is so much sound research that has gone into the benefits of low carb and ketogenic eating. And also because keto has been the only thing that has ever really worked for me when it comes to weight loss and also my hormonal health. However, last episode, I spoke about my recent experience with keto, which was actually unsuccessful. And that led me to engage in the carnivore diet, which is essentially a zero carb way of eating. And because of this, I started looking at what could possibly be going wrong with my body. I wanted to know why it wasn't responding to a low carb diet. And what I found was that I had some issues with my metabolism and with my hormonal health. And so I went on a quest to resolve these things. And once again, my own health struggles have forced me to think differently. And it's been pretty challenging at times, but I've learned some really valuable things that I've not only used to help myself, but I've been able to help others in similar situations too. So what can you do when you feel like carbs are causing weight gain? The first thing you can do is you can work to discover why carbs are causing weight gain. Carbs are not technically supposed to cause weight gain in the way that we think they do. So if we suspect that they are causing weight gain, we need to find out why. When we fail to efficiently turn carbs and sugar into energy, we are at higher risk of gaining weight when we eat carbs. There are a number of reasons why we can struggle to turn carbs into energy and these include problems to do with your thyroid health or with insulin sensitivity. Certain mineral deficiencies can prevent the body from efficiently turning carbs into energy. Excessive fat intake can prevent your body from turning carbs into energy, especially if you are consuming too many polyunsaturated fats. And stress and inflammation can also play a problematic role. High estrogen and high serotonin can also change the way your body utilizes carbs and calories, but this is something we will actually discuss in more detail another time. So if you are not tolerating carbs well, you may experience symptoms like mental and physical fatigue, constant cravings for sweets or salty food, especially immediately after a meal, 
You may be storing excess weight around your midsection. You may feel hungry all the time, or you may have a complete lack of appetite, especially in the morning. You may experience bloating after eating carbs, and you may feel like you have a low tolerance to stress. Now, in all of these situations, it's not actually sugar or carbs that are the problem. The problem is deeper than that. And removing sugar and carbs may work weight loss wise for a while, just like it did for me. But if we fail to resolve what it is that's preventing your body from using carbs effectively, eventually things like the keto diet just won't work anymore. And instead of being successful when you go on these diets, you will find yourself feeling even more fatigued, hungry or struggling to eat three meals per day. You will be craving carbs and you will find that you just can't seem to stick to the plan. You might be okay for a couple of days, maybe even a couple of weeks, but eventually you will go off track and then you'll find yourself in this horrible cycle of restricting carbs and then binging on carbs. So if this sounds like you, there are a few helpful things we can do. Once we have discovered the underlying cause of the carb intolerance, I guess we could call it, We need to resolve the problem. And the way we do that is by making sure your nutritional requirements are being met. We need to make sure you are eating enough of the right food that is going to support your body and your health. At this point, I may also like to recommend a hair tissue mineral analysis. This test shows us exactly what minerals your body is lacking, what minerals your body is struggling to use, and if there is any heavy metal toxicity present. Resolving these things will support your metabolism and your hormone health, which in turn improves the way your body utilizes carbs. Once we have uncovered and started to resolve any of the potential mineral imbalances or deficiencies, you can begin to slowly increase your carb intake. And as you do this, you need to be very mindful of the quality of carbs that you are consuming. Things like fruit and honey and even root vegetables work very differently in the body compared to things like wheat and gluten and grains in general. Things like wheat and gluten and grains can be difficult for the body to digest They can cause stress, and when the body is stressed, it can be difficult to release weight and it can make it harder for the body to resolve the underlying issues that are causing the problems. So when we begin the process of teaching your body how to use carbs effectively again, we may need to temporarily reduce or eliminate things like wheat, gluten and grains. So to summarize that, it's not actually carbs that are bad. In fact, your body actually likes to use carbs for energy, but we need to make sure that we're fueling our body with the right type of energy. If you engage in a really strict keto diet or even a carnivore diet like I did, if you fail to provide the body with good quality carbs, it will actually begin to turn you into carbs and it usually targets your muscle mass first. This does result in weight loss and you will certainly look slimmer, but the problem is you're losing weight from the wrong area. You're losing muscle rather than fat. 
which over time will slow down your metabolic rate and then that can lead to stubborn weight gain in the future. Once you have uncovered the root cause of why your body is not tolerating carbs well and once you have started to increase your intake of easy to use carbs, we must begin to look at the quality of fat that you are consuming. Polyunsaturated fatty acids, or PUFAs for short, are a type of fat that can have some pretty severe negative impacts on your health. I am going to do a separate episode on PUFAs because there is a lot to know about them. But essentially, they contribute to inflammatory problems within the body. They contribute to insulin resistance. They mimic estrogen and they can make it harder for your body to use carbs as fuel. And interestingly enough, sugar is actually getting the blame for a lot of the damage that PUFAs are causing. Polyunsaturated fatty acids are mainly found in vegetable oils like canola oil and also in nuts and seeds. Most people think that they do not eat vegetable oil, but I can guarantee that you do. Things like mayonnaise contain vegetable oil, dips, margarine, most packaged food, chips, ice cream, lots of unsuspecting foods contain poofers. And we're consuming far too many of them. Animal products also contain polyunsaturated fatty acids, but in smaller amounts. And the healthier the animal, the lower their PUFA content. So you want to go for grass-fed beef and pastured dairy. So with all of that in mind, where do low-carb and ketogenic diets fit in? Are they useful or should we stay away from them? You can probably tell if you have been listening to my podcast for a while that I have had a shift in my thinking when it comes to low-carb diets. However, I do believe we can use a low-carb diet in the short term to release some weight, providing it is flexible and that there is a focus on resolving underlying issues. As you work on resolving these issues, you can actually eat good quality carbs and lose weight. So why cut carbs if you don't have to? Long-term use of low-carb or low-calorie diets will slow down your metabolism and this is what causes that rebound weight gain in the future. So just to recap, if you feel that carbs are causing weight gain, you do not need to cut them out completely to achieve your goal. You can work with a practitioner like me who can help you to resolve the underlying issues so that your body can begin to turn carbs into energy more efficiently. This will lead to more mental and physical energy, better health, happier hormones, and a healthier weight. I work with clients in clinic and also online via Zoom, so reach out to discover how I can help. You can visit my website, renewhealththerapies.com.au to learn more. I will be sharing some new blogs on this topic and also lots of helpful infographics on my Instagram account, which is at Christina Ettore. You are also more than welcome to take a screenshot of the podcast episode that you're listening to right now and share it on your Insta stories. You can tag me and then I can reshare and this helps me to reach other women just like you who are finding my podcast helpful. Thanks for listening today.